the UC Climate Solutions Channel, an online hub for the latest research and best practices from the University of California to address the impacts of climate change. See how you can help at uctv.tv slash climate solutions. My journey into becoming a, a UC Santa Cruz's a faculty climate action champion started with the students, and in fact, they started with students with a dream. Uh, these are a group of students, part of the uh, Engineers for Sustainable World at Santa Cruz. Whoops, and they had a dream that they wanted to build an electric race car, which is an ambitious dream, but they, have, they were they, a very talented group. And but the issue they had was that they couldn't actually find any facilities to build their electric race car. Right? They had no place to do it on campus. They weren't doing it as part of a faculty project. They basically had no place to go. So they started a petition. And uh, the petition was very simple. It said UCSC should more actively support on-campus extracurricular organizations in their pursuit of relevant hands-on engineering projects. And they got a few signatures and a few more and a few more. And they ended up getting well over 1,000 signatures of just, and that's basically a majority of our engineering and physical and biological sciences divisions, or physical, physical science divisions, to say that we need more of this on campus. And um, there were a lot of uh, staff that were very passionate of helping to support these students. I, I show a couple here, Tamara Ball, um, Kevin Bell, uh, the Sustainability Office, Melissa Ott's here, Chrissy Thurmune's here. And also, uh, this guy here, Rex of the Gorilla, Ronnie Lipschitz, who's a faculty member in uh, politics and also started a sustainability minor. He, his vision, the S-Lab, which I'm going to talk about today, is his vision. But he needed somebody to help with a little tiny problem. And that is, we've got people passionate, we've got students who are passionate, they even can raise some money. But what do we need is the space. And that's where I came in, because I had, um, a, I had space I could provide for these students. And to give you an idea um, what these students uh, need, want when they, um, when they ask for space, I'm going to show this video. Hi, I'm Kelly, and this is Formula Flood. We are trying to build an electric vehicle in under six months for the FSAE competition in Lincoln, Nebraska. We are an interdisciplinary group of students working to innovate renewable energy technologies. We have cultivated a strong team dedicated to research, development, and production of these technologies. Not only do we plan on building this vehicle, but we hope to provide this project as an educational platform to give students the opportunity to apply their diverse knowledge in real-life applications. Okay, and I want to um, go repeat what you just said. But the whole point of this was to apply their diverse knowledge to real-life problems. And so the S-Lab is a facility that allows students to be able to do that when they didn't have any access to uh, other facilities. So you can get an idea of what they needed. They need a place to basically build things and put parts together and, and weld things, et cetera. And so I basically turned over my applied physics lab. This is where it is. This is them working on it. It's, it's in third floor team, and it's kind of an old lab. You can see it has an old Tesla magnet in it, um, but it was suitable for their purposes. So the S-Lab provides more than just facilities. It also provides a team of, whoops, I keep on messing this up. Uh, it also provides um, mentorship. We have a mentorship ne network of faculty and staff and training for students to do research along the lines of sustainability. We have an indoor facility, which is on the third floor of team, and it's 1,200 square feet. 
So uh, formula slug and the engineers for sustainable world have about half of that and the other half go to other projects. The nice thing about this, besides having all the equipment they may need to do some of their sustainability projects, is there's access to the roof. It's right below the garden type roof, so they can do outdoor measurements on the roof. And if you saw that uh, race car, they need a, access to a freight elevator to bring their race car up and down the hallways of Tiananmen. We also, you, students also want to do outdoor facilities. So I uh, found, I, these are two of my greenhouses I had down at the Arboretum. I'll come back to where those greenhouses are there in a second. Uh, and this is a place where students can do outdoor uh, projects. Um, and in this case, we're looking at, uh, these are both off-the-grid greenhouses, their own little microgrids, uh, and we're working at uh, aquaponics and LJ waste rays and range catchment systems and anything you'd want to do regarding, uh, that requires outdoor facility. One of the projects that's been going on for a while there is an aquaponics project, and we're starting to expand that even further. So these are the facilities that we've established. We've also been working on developing workshops and training modules just in case, the, the formula slug students are pretty well, uh, pretty, pretty, amazingly experts at most things, but we also wanted to be able to provide people training that they needed to have in order to do whatever projects they wanted to do. So we basically developed several different modules, uh, anywhere from learning how to use Arduino and Raspberry Pi to build uh, remote sensing networks, to building microgrids and understanding the basis of electrical code, to building uh, rainwater catchment systems or, or, or wastewater management systems and understanding the basics of plumbing code, we have a facilities where people can make their own devices if they want to, make their own supercapacitor and test it. Um, and then, of course, we have ubiquitous computer. And we'd like to extend this stuff we're developing right now. We'd like to go work with Asiki and, and, and get some, some training um, on how to set up field studies trials for some of these students and all, as well as work with the machine shop. As you can see, the machine shop is a pretty critical component of a lot of the sustainability stuff that's often overlooked by us faculty. Um, so in addition to uh, the S-Lab, I've been trying working on marriaging the S-Lab with a center I run. I run the Center for Innovation and Entrepreneurial Development at UC Santa Cruz. That means I help students uh, uh, launch their ideas into uh, startups or other innovations. And I, the idea was to basically make the S-Lab then into a maker space for student innovators. Um, and give you an idea of where I identify these student innovators, these are some of the events we run. We run the uh, Pitch Slam which uh, is, we just renamed it the Slug Tank recently, which is where students get up and pitch their ideas for three minutes. We run the Hackathon, 550 students. It's actually got entirely filmed on, for PBS came in and filmed their entire 20, uh, 48 hours at our Hackathon. Uh, so if you want to see UCSC on TV, it airs on October, if you see the Beyond Keek show. And then we just finished, in April, I just finished running our business design showcase in Silicon Valley uh, with 16 uh, teams. And we just launched our uh, accelerator, our Summer Entrepreneurship Academy, which will start this summer. So this provides a framework for our, for our entrepreneurs, whether they're doing sustainability or other areas, to basically um, move forward. So I want to go back to this, this, this idea of um, why the SLAB might also make an innovation test bed. So you might see I have these conveniently couple of greenhouses sitting in the UCSC Arboretum that I could hand over to the students in some sense, right? You might ask where they came from. And the fact is I was using the campus as my own little test bed. Um, this is what I started with. It's a technology we're developing. And this is where we're now sitting at. So I don't need those greenhouses anymore because we're installing in this. And our technology is very simple. It's a photovoltaic panel that you can install into the roof of a greenhouse. We only take out the light, the green light that plants don't use. They're green because they reflect that light. And we convert that directly into power. Then we let out an 
let through and enhance the uh, wavelengths that plants do use, which are basically blue and red, and that allows us to basically enhance, potentially enhance the plant growth, or at least keep it neutral. So this allows us to basically use um, the same piece of land for both power production and plant production. And in addition, we, um, there are significant capital savings involved in this because you're using the frame. You basically, the frame of the greenhouse itself provides the frame for the PV panels. In addition, because there's a 30% tax credit on installing PV right now, that gives you a way to basically um, get a tax credit for the greenhouse that you're installing. So there are a lot of benefits to this. And um, so finally, I just want to basically say that we have a S lab. That's what I did with my one year of, uh, or my six months into my climate action champion thing. And we've got some facilities, and we're hoping to get a whole bunch of student innovators at our site and hope to support them there. Thank you.